Right now, are you dealing with a crisis in your life? Maybe it's a financial burden, or a relationship issue, or a scary medical report. Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 47 of Ksubis, and we learn that every day we pray to God for redemption. He is our Father in Heaven, and He will most certainly lift you up and out of your crisis very soon. Today's message has been generously dedicated for the merit of a Rafur Shalema for Binyamin Ben Masha. We wish you a complete and speedy recovery. Amen. Welcome to the Transformative Duff and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I'd like to begin with the story. A thousand years ago, the large Jewish communities of Babylon began to dwindle. The great epoch of the Gaonim and the great Babylonian academies were nearing the end of their golden era. At the same time, the center of the Jewish people and Jewish scholarship was shifting westward along the shores of the Mediterranean Sea. The Jewish communities in Egypt, Tunisia, Spain, and Italy began to grow very rapidly. By divine providence, these great Jewish centers received great spiritual leaders in a most amazing and unprecedented way. One day, four great rabbis, Rabbi Shmaria, Rabbi Choshiel, and Rabbi Moshe ben Chanoch, who was accompanied by his wife and son Chanoch, embarked on a fundraising mission headed from Babylonia toward Bari in Italy. The name of the fourth rabbi is not known. In those days, the seas were infested with pirates whose business it was to seize ships on the high seas and sell their passengers into slavery. One of the fiercest pirates was called Ibn Rumahis, and one day, as he was roaming the seas between Italy and Greece, he encountered the ship in which the four great rabbis were sailing. After a brief but fierce fight, Ibn Rumahis captured the ship and took all the passengers as prisoners. He knew that the rabbis would bring in a handsome price from the Jewish communities in Egypt, Tunisia, Spain, and Italy. Ibn Rumahis steered the ship in the direction of Alexandria, Egypt, where he offered Rabbi Shmaria for sale. He requested a huge ransom for him, which the Jews of Alexandria paid in full. Rabbi Shmaria went to live in Fustat, Old Cairo, where he became the chief rabbi. Ibn Ramahis continued his voyage along the African coast until he reached the great port of Kairouan in Tunisia. There he brought out his second captive, Rabbi Choshiel, and again the local Jewish community paid the full amount of ransom money that the fierce pirate requested. Rabbi Choshiel then wrote to his friend Rabbi Shmaria in Fostat, asking him to journey to Kairouan and lead the community, but he was not willing to risk another sea journey. And so, after considerable cajoling on the part of the city's leadership, Rabbi Choshiel agreed to assume the position. He founded a great yeshiva there which produced many famous graduates, including Rabbeinu Hananel and the Ran. Continuing the journey towards Spain, Rabbeinu Moshe's wife died tragically en route. After many days at sea, the ship arrived at Cordoba, Spain. There, Rabbeinu Moshe and his son were quickly redeemed by the Jewish community, but they were so humble that they didn't disclose that they were great scholars. They attended the Talmudic lectures in the Great Academy of Cordoba, but never participated in the discourses, lest it become known that they weren't the ignorant and humble folk they appeared to be. One day, however, as Rabbi Moshe was listening to the discourse given by Rabbi Natan the Dayan of Cordoba, he heard him make an error in a point of halacha. After the lecture, Rabbi Moshe, who was simply known in the community as the captive, approached Rabbi Natan and modestly pointed out his error. He explained the entire subject to him so clearly that Rabbi Natan immediately recognized that before him stood an outstanding Talmud Chacham. Rabbi Natan rushed out to his colleagues exclaiming, I can no longer be the Dayan of this community. That poor captive over there is my master and I would be privileged to be his disciple. Let us beseech him to become the Dayan of our community. 
Sure enough, under Rabbeinu Moshe's leadership, Cordoba became a flourishing Jewish center, educating many contemporary Torah giants, including the Rambam, Ibn Ezra, Rabbi Yehuda Levi, and the Rimigash. Let's look at today's Gemara. A father may not consume the produce of his daughter's property during his daughter's lifetime. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda says a father may consume the produce during his daughter's lifetime. With regard to what principle do they disagree? The first Tana holds, granted in the case of a husband, the sages decreed for him that he should consume her produce, as if this were not so, he would refrain from redeeming her if she was taken captive. However, in the case of a father, what is there to say, that he would refrain from redeeming her? Even without this right to consume her produce, he would certainly redeem her. Let's analyze the Gemara. If a daughter had property that she inherited from her mother's family, her father may not partake of the produce of her field. If she got married, the husband has greater rights in that he may partake of the produce of her field. The reason for this discrepancy is that the rabbis instituted that the husband may partake of her produce. Otherwise, if she were taken captive, he might hesitate to pay the ransom, reasoning that she has her own personal assets. The father, however, needs no incentive. No matter what, a father would redeem his daughter from captivity. Every day, three times a day, we recite the blessing, Blessed are you, Hashem, who redeems Israel. This prayer is not about the Messianic era, but appeals to heaven for redemption from our daily troubles and woes of life. Just like a human father personally suffers every moment that his daughter remains unredeemed, we beseech our Father in heaven, who suffers along with us in our personal difficulties. No matter what issues you are struggling with in your life, your Father in heaven will always redeem his daughter of Zion, the Jewish people. Perhaps you're feeling financially underwater. Maintain your faith in the Almighty. He will redeem you very soon. As King David declares, I have been young and also grown old, but I have never seen a righteous man forsaken and his children wanting for sustenance. You will get through this pinch. Before you know it, the abundance of heaven's storehouse will rain down upon you. Maybe you're dealing with relationship issues. Trust in your Father. He redeems. Just keep being the very best person that you can be despite how anyone else is conducting themselves. Very soon, God will repair all the breaches in your personal life. Or maybe you've been handed a frightening medical report. Have faith in Hashem. He redeems. Always remember that statistics may be read in one of two ways. If seven out of people don't survive, then three out of ten do make it. You are a child of the Almighty. Keep believing in His power and desire to make you one of the blessed three who are redeemed and go on to live healthy, happy lives for many years to come. There is no problem too great, no ransom too expensive. The Almighty can and will redeem you from all troubles. Just maintain your faith in Him and turn to Him with the expectation of a child to a parent. It's not a matter of what you owe Him or how much is in your personal account. He's your Father and a father redeems his child, come what may. The students of Rabbeinu Yona comment that the Jewish people do not act with cruelty and will never leave their children amongst the Gentile nations. Rav Yaakov Amden teaches that just as we enter Ashman Esther blessing Hashem who redeemed Israel from the tyranny of Egypt, in this bracha we bless Hashem who redeems Israel constantly from the physical and spiritual oppression of the nations. Of course, our ultimate prayer is for the Messianic era, when our Father will redeem us from all our personal issues in one fell swoop. 
We have faith that this will happen very soon, for a father would never leave his daughter in captivity. May you constantly maintain your faith that our Father always redeems, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf. Shem, Shir Chadash.